Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, lovers. Welcome back to the Basement Child Podcast. Um, Follow me on my Instagram to see the behind the scenes of everything that's going on. Welcome to a new background. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, we hate that background. Why is your background white? I will listen to you. I will I will take all the advice. <sighs> so thank you so much guys for like supporting me. Oh, I really appreciate it. I really really it's unbelievable what putting yourself out there can do. Okay? It's this is a life-changing experience for me. We're not even at 100 subscribers on YouTube, but life changing, okay? Life changing and of course, I want to thank the Lord for giving me life and a big mouth so that I can do a lot of talking, chit-chat, chit-chat. I want to thank me because without me, this would be non-existent. Pole, 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 okay? So, welcome to the fourth episode. Can you imagine? One, two, three, four. Four episodes already. Um, happy new month. By the time I'm releasing this, it will be November. Wow. I, just the other day, I was panicking about my mic settings. But look at us now. Look at us now. So anyway, today I want to talk about another friendship breakup. And more lessons that I've learned over my years. My many years. <laughs> 16 forever. 16 forever preach i'm preaching 16 forever that's how you see what i did i just talked to myself and responded mm, a body in all ways <laughs> yeah so i want to talk about like friendship breakups a little bit more you know um just another example and a bit more lessons of what i've learned um so like I am in like my sixth, sixteenth year. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you know. <laughs> so I'm in my twenties and like I feel like in high school, that's when you start realizing, especially if you go like to boarding school, you start realizing like the importance of having close friends, the difference between people you know and people who are actually your friends. You start giving each other titles of best friend, da da da, da you know. And then in your 20s, that's when you see the most drama you will ever see ever when it comes to like friendships, relationships, right? Right? Comment, comment. Nipe up comment section, your opinion. What do you think? What is this like a pivotal time? So anyway, um, this is maybe two years ago. Or maybe a year. <laughs> you see, the thing for me is that if we are friends or relatives... Or, no, it doesn't apply to my siblings. <laughs> I have to be honest. But if you're friends or if we go to the same community or if you're just related in some way and you, as I said, if you like offend me or I offend you once, it's okay. We'll talk about it or sweep it under the rug. The second time we're definitely talking about it. The third time, it's like, that's the end of the friendship for me. But so I had this friend from high school. Um, and we were close. High school was kind of the ghetto for me. 
the only thing that saved me was the fact that I was like close to the Lord, I guess. <laughs> but otherwise, high school was the ghetto. Ratatata, if you know what I'm saying. It's like it's literally a memory I block out. If I meet new people today and they ask me what high school they went to and they're from Kenya, I just say, mm, just some high school like in Western, you wouldn't know it. But if I said it, you'd know it because it was like a pretty big school. I don't know. People argue about it, but I believe that it was a pretty big school because the way my relatives insisted that I go there. <laughs> anyway, so like I had this friend um, who were very close. I think we started being close in the year 2015. And like we started doing everything together, we would hang. Out. We're not even in the same. We're in the same year of high school, but we were in different streams. So like I would go to her class, she would come to my class. It was pretty. It was literally like a romantic situation going on there, but it was platonic. Like <laughs> we're not dating, even though like people try to insinuate that we were lesbians. <laughs> like let people be, let people do what they wanna do. Like why are you in people's business? You have. I don't know, your skin is breaking out, but you're literally at the front line of hating on people who are actually doing what they want to do. And you're not, even, you're not even doing like what you need to do. Check your priorities, sir. Check your priorities. Anyway, so like we used to hang out. I remember we used to share snacks. We used to, our finances were together. We used to keep each other in check, check our like mental health together. Oh my God. I'm telling you high school was a gateway. You actually needed like a whole support system. So anyway, um, we went through hell. Oh my God. I think there was a time she was even suspended from school for trying to organize like a secret birthday party for me. Oh my God. That was, <laughs> that was actually crazy. Hey, short story time. So, I mean, I think I had even gone home or something. I come back to school and it's chaos. My best friend is not there. She went home and I'm wondering what's going on. And I'm called into the principal's office and the principal is like, yeah, the principal used to refer me to me as um a celebrity because of my glasses. I had really like big gla- glasses in high school. <laughs> they were like kind of flashy. So she used to call me celebrity. So I go into her office and she's like, girl, why is there a birthday party and your name is mentioned on it, Kezia? You're a good girl. Her definition of me being a good girl was so funny because my homeroom teacher didn't think so. But she was like, you're a good girl. Um, but I'm hearing that there's a party being organized. You know that that is illegal. I say, hold up. What party? I just came from home. I'm getting this information from you. Like there were rumors going around, but no one really wanted to tell me because they were so sure that I would be suspended. Yeah, and she got suspended because she was trying to, you know, organize a birthday party for me. Oh. <laughs> that shows how much of a good friend I was. Because for someone to go all that way for you, hey, love you, girl. Then, I loved you then. Anyway, so like we were very close. The three years in high school that we were friends was pretty significant in my life. Like, yeah, that was that's a part of my life that I can never erase. It's a part of my life that I'll always tell my kids or my kid or my sister's kids or my brother's kids. <laughs> you just never know. You never know. Anyway, so um, after high school, we parted ways. 
um, everyone went home, you know, we lived far away from each other. We were not seeing each other that often. We we're not talking. Like, I think we used to talk on the phone. We visited each other once, I think. But like the distance was just too much. So we kind of drew up, like drifted apart. And then fortunately for university, we were all like placed in Nairobi. So we started hanging out a little bit more, you know, bonding, come to my house, I'll come to your house, meet my friends, I'll meet your friends. And it was nice. But then I didn't realize how much I was attached to this person that like I was so attached to what what do we call her? Let's just call her superstar. I was going to go with snake, but that's a bit sneaky. So I'll call her superstar. So we would like um hang out a lot. And Superstar was, you know, life of the party. Life of the freaking party. And life of the party, context is Nairobi. So refer to that, okay? Refer to that. So it was a bit not in my lane at the time. I was not the life of the party. Um, I remember we even like started attending the same church, but she left because it was a bit too strict. Um, yeah, but like we never had any issues because there was enough distance between us that there was no room for conflict. And, um, yeah, like there's so many stories in between, but this was a friendship that was, it just, to me, it just seemed like it would last a lifetime because we had been through so much together. So we were so close that I didn't even realize that the season for us to be friends was done. So I just kept putting up with bullshit and she would keep up with my bullshit and it was just it was not healthy it was not a healthy connection at all um just to say it was not healthy like oh my god the more i say it was not healthy i get flashbacks of the kind of fights we used to like we would fight over jeans like clothes we would fight over stupid shit like time like superstar isn't great at keeping time but i knew this from high school so i don't even know why i was giving her such a hard time gosh i'm sorry superstar i was sorry then now not anymore <laughs> yeah so like um you just know how high school friendships are some people they can keep up with it and they actually end up being like lifetime friends but for us that was not the case this season was definitely done because we used to fight and fight and fight and fight and fight like break up make up break up make up make each other cry make each other laugh like it was not healthy at all <sighs> so i think a year ago we I think we had like a break of like maybe six or a year, six months or a year. And then we started, <clears throat> excuse me, wait, I need some water producer. Pro, 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 oh, that's me. I'm the producer. <laughs> I can't even stand up from here because I'm like, if I stand up from here, the whole setup is done. But like, anyway, so we drifted apart for like six months or a year i can't remember and then we reconnected again and we started hanging out a lot so this brings me to the story time of today so one time i'm at work but i was working half day so it means my shift was from nine to about one o'clock and after my shift like we were in touch with superstar so i texted and tell her oh i'm going home and she's like oh um my friends and i are having a little get together do you wanna come i said mm, i'm i'm really not feeling it i'm not even dressed um i'm not dressed 
like a person who is going out to party i'm like kind of wearing an official outfit so i would like to pass and she was like but please but please the, the other thing about me is most of the time i'll say no to plans like i just like to stay home but she was like cares you always say no to me please i'm begging you just come i said you know what it's a friday i'm not like clocking in tomorrow so why not <sighs> so i decided to change my route i'm talking as if i was driving like just my tattoo was using my tattoo so i got to town and decided to go to where she was on a bike a boda boda because it took me so long to get to town because of the traffic that specifically there was so much traffic for no reason i should have taken that i should have taken that as a sign there was so much traffic it was so hot i remember sweating so much in that matatu and like feeling like i should just give up on this plan but anyway so i took a bike i went to this place we met it was nice pleasant trees um did i eat did we eat I think they ate because I got that late after they had already eaten, dressed up, nini nini. And then now we headed to, for those who live in Nairobi, to Kinda West. We went to West. Nairobi West. <laughs> the plans like, oh wow. The plans really scattered. They really, it just replanned itself. But I was easy. I was just like, I'm not going to be a tight ass about this. Let's just go. Yeah, so we go to um, West we meet so were three of us it was me superstar and her friend um and then we went to meet their two friends at west so we get there and they're already there booty shorts we are happy mm-hmm. but to say the truth we were really having a good time i remember we even went to the washroom at some point um and those people like puking and falling over and were just laughing at how bad it was like we were having a very nice evening so to say like just to be honest we were having a very good time and I was like oh my god superstar i'm so happy i came i'm so happy i came to this cuz i would have just been at home bored or with my dog lounging and she was like see i told you i told you i was like yeah you were right um and eventually like night time came and it was time to start planning how we'll go home right <laughs> oh my god what a crazy night but as we were going home we decided that i badoni mapema it's still early it's still early bana time bado time bado <laughs> I'm seriously telling you guys that this was exactly our freaking attitude. Oh, do you guys see Rihanna? Shout out to Rihanna. <laughs> I love Rihanna. Anyway, so from west, like Nairobi West, up like on the outskirts, kuna like lots of wine and spirits places. So we decided to shikaka kwora. If you know, you know. <laughs> We decided to buy quarter amzinga. Quarter amzinga for my English speaking subscribers is like I don't know how it is in other countries but like we have 750 ml. 750 ml is what we call mzinga. My Ugandan um professional cool person said that mzinga is actually a Ugandan word. Kenyans, let me know. Um <laughs> So there's now the mzinga which is the full bottle and then there's half the bottle and then there's the quarter which is like 250 ml. 
yeah so we bought a quarter we are pigging shorts we are happy we are eh? and you know at west everyone is happy everyone is doing their own thing it's just like you know how when you go to a club especially for women and you go to the washroom and you're drunk it's like hi girl you look so good i love you i love women i love the outfit that's exactly the vibe so we're having a good time and i remember like even as we were as we were drinking um i was drinking water say no hashtag say no to alcohol <laughs> i only drink water and the blood of jesus okay <laughs> I'm so funny aren't I <laughs> like as we were drinking like there were people who you know we are ladies and we were looking good so there was like there was a car there and the people inside lowered the window and they're like oh do you guys want some shots and I was like no let's say no because we've already had too much that's where the drama began that is where the drama began let me tell you I said no and they're like no like let's just take the drink so me I'm just standing there on the side waiting for them to finish drinking from the strangers I said no I ain't drinking things from people I don't know my father and mother taught me better I said no so I was just standing there like being happy waiting for them to finish and like superstar was really mad at me about that she was like you're so boring all you say is no which she had a point I do say no to things a lot but like why do we have to drink from strangers anyway so we finished that my phone went off um we are walking now to the stage the matatu stage but it's late so there's no matatu to like take us to town unajua like for those who live in Nairobi that stage ya hapo langata like under the what's this expressway there's like a stage that garizal ele wenda hivo like <laughs> it's so hard to explain but like stage ya langata so that we were trying to find a matatu to take us to town So there there were like bike boda boda people. It's late. So nothing is safe. It's like about like midnight or like maybe 15 minutes to midnight. Oh, I need to adjust myself just a little, just a little, just a little. It's late. So there's a boda there are boda boda people and they can obviously see that um like some of us we are not we are not uh <laughs> we are not sober like they could see it's like it's very easy to tell when someone is not sober so um they were like oh we're super they were cat calling us and i asked like i think we were four of us at this point like we were four ladies the guy who was with us had already left so we were four ladies and this person the boda boda people are cat calling us we're super we're rainbow nini they're being disrespectful and i'm just like guys let's just ignore them if we ignore them they'll not do anything to us superstar superstar is like maybe like 59 she's really tall <laughs> so she's like no like she's being she's exchanging words with this man hey i'm really trying my best to like keep her calm i'm just like darling please let's just leave them nothing good can come out of this they will actually like beat us up or like I don't know assault us or something like let's just go please and she's like no who do they think they are of which I feel like women should always feel like they can stand up for themselves but the truth is the world is it's just not constructed that way so you need to know when you need like just like any other situation in the world both for men and women you need to know when to say something and when to ignore and just walk away this was a point where I believed till today that we needed to just walk away and like mind our business 
And I'm like, please, the pastor, just leave them alone. She's like, no, no, you come here and tower pig and tower pig and you nambia nani. I'm just like, oh God. And I remember like being so scared. But anyway, like I I got upset. And when I'm upset and I feel like we're not in the same state of mind, I'll just go quiet, right? So I started shit, sorry. I started um giving silent treatment, which I think I take accountability for that. That was not cool. I should have just been like cool. Should I have just been cool? But I was genuinely upset. I was just like, if we can't reason, then let's just not talk. Let's just get home safe. And so we are now three of us in Amatatu. One of us had was going a different route. One of us was going to Upper Hill. So Matiake Amabodaya to Apoyo stage early. And then for us, who lived far away from where we were, we had to go to town like to the CBD of Nairobi and then take Amatatu to wherever we're going. So we agreed that Superstar and I would take our third friend. What's um, our third friend? What's What name can we give them? She's really pretty, this girl. What's her name? Let's call her Pretty. So Pretty was down bad. <laughs> okay, Pretty had not been hydrating. She was just downing the shots. So she was down bad. So like... In the level of soberness, I was like number one and then um, superstar and then pretty. So superstar and I, who are already fighting because she's trying to get us like assaulted, were taking care of pretty. So we get to town and we're telling pretty, um, the only way you can get home safe is either taking an Uber or if you enter the Matatu, just chill. Don't say anything. Don't talk to anyone. Don't put yourself in a vulnerable position. Hmm. In Nairobi, we have a matatu culture. So we have like buses that are, that have like art and then really loud music inside. But like it's just our culture, the flashy matatus. I'll try to insert a... <laughs> I don't want to promise, but I'll try to insert a photo on the YouTube video. To my listeners, you can just Google what the what Nganya is in Nairobi. So... Pretty and I she's Jinny So she lived in Otawala Buruburu. So we go to the Matatu. But we are like we want to make sure she's sad. We want to make sure that she had two phones, that all both her phones are in her pocket. Like even if she falls asleep, we just tell the tout, um, yo, mkifika, if you get to a certain place, please um, make sure our friend alights. And the plan was <laughs> to do it in a cool calm collected manner so that they can't tell that we've been outside okay we've eh, we had been outside my god eh, and pretty was down bad so the unfortunate thing is that pretty felt like you know how alcohol makes you feel invincible <laughs> pretty was feeling invincible she's like no just leave me just leave me i'll be fine oh and then she saw, I think, a tout that she had seen before and was like, this guy knows my brother. This guy knows my brother. She just kept getting excited and louder and louder and louder. At this point, people are now starting to look at us. We're telling her, please, pretty, just calm down. Calm down. It's okay. Yeah, sour. Um, He knows your brother. It's fine. We get that you'll be safe, but just chill. I have very thin patience for nonsense patience like um especially when we're in public and i'm starting to feel embarrassed so the thing is i have very terrible um social anxiety so sometimes it just gets the best of me 
So I told um I told superstar, okay. We have tried our best. Personally, I don't even know pretty that well. I've met her today. So I I've gotten to my to my maximum of the responsibility I'm feeling for her. She has made it clear that she knows this person. We've um put her phones away. She's safe. So let's just go. Um just to report pretty got home well and we should have listened to her to avoid all the embarrassment and people looking at us <laughs> so now it's just me and um and superstar left right so we are we agree that we should go to my place because where she lived was not a safe area my area was also not safe my dad in fact calls it a slum <laughs> to this day but um there's levels to safety in Nairobi so i felt like it was safer okay so um shout out to seasons kasarani i used to live in seasons so we go take a matatu with um no 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 before we took a matatu i i don't want to miss this part so from um pretty's bus stop to my bus stop like to my house was like <laughs> It's far, okay? Especially if one of you is not sober rest. Like, if one of you is uh, has been outsiding more than the other. It's not easy. So, for those who live in Nairobi, again, Stadia... Oh, Umoja. Where she used to live was Umoja. Stadia Umoja had Stadia Kasarani. That's quite a distance. And it's like at night. And there are people, like, there are hawkers in town. There are other drunk people. There are thieves. There are murderers. There are... There's so much going on in the Nairobi CBD at that point, right? So every time we go by how the CBD is, is that there are so many people. So if you're walking, obviously you're going to like hit shoulders with people, which I hate. I hate it. I hate it. Like people will hit you or like there'll be hawkers on the road and they'll be yelling at you for almost like stepping on their stuff. Like it's a bit crazy. So the whole time from Umoja's bus stop to Kasarani bus stop, Superstar is just vulgar with everybody. Kwenda huko, mbwa wewe, nitakupiga, uniwezi. And I'm just like, girl, we need to chill. Because we will, like, tutachapwa. They'll beat us up. We'll be assaulted in this video. And you know how it is with women. We will be assaulted. And no one will do anything about it. So we need to be on our best behavior. Like, no. Don't tell me what to do. And I'm just like, Please, so just like in my heart, praying for the best. But this went on until we got into the bus. So how we started, so how the bus is, is like there's two seats on the left and two seats on the right. So I sat on the aisle seat on the right and she sat on the aisle seat on the left. And I remember very well she was sitting next to a guy and I was sitting next to another guy. Anyway, so as we left the CBD, um... I think the guy sitting next to Superstar noticed that um, she wasn't in her, like, sober mind, I guess. (sighs) And he started being, like, inappropriate. Like, you know, trying to be touchy. And so I noticed it. And, of course, I stood up for my friend. I was like, hey, Buddha. (laughs) Like, my nigga, stop that. And... Superstar just turned to me and was like, this is what you always do. 
you're always cock blocking me. I was like, hold up, hold up. I feel like it's being inappropriate with you. It's not anything. No, 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 no. If he wants to. So she basically like turned the whole situation on me. And I, like, it was kind of like confusing. But like, I just kept telling the guy, like, keep your hands off her. Like, don't touch her. And my friend is like, no. But so at some point, like he got the point. He got the point that one of us was actually um okay and stopped. So Superstar got really mad at me. And was like being like she was just basically being a bitch and insulting me and like talking about how I'm always cock blocking. I'm like, bro, we don't even go out that often. When do I cock block you? <laughs> like I was not taking it personally. I was just blaming everything on the alcohol. I was just telling myself, it's the alcohol, it's the alcohol, it's the alcohol. It's just the alcohol. Kizia, just calm down because I can have a smart mother smart like mouth as well but i was just like it was not the place as i had said like you need to know when to say something not all the time you need to be yapping i also make that mistake but sometimes it's just not worth it right <sighs> so we get to our bus stop and i tell her okay we we need to go but at this point i'm pissed like i'm just like i'm not saying anything else i'm just so upset Okay, so we alight from the Matatu and we are walking to my house and I'm not saying anything and this is upsetting her. She's like, why are you mad at me? I'm like, oh, you've already forgotten. Oshasa, huh? how? You've already forgotten what you've just been doing, how you've been acting ever since we left West. Like you've been trying to get us assaulted and I have no right to be upset about that. She's like, no, no, this is what you always do. You're always upset about something. Da, 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 da. Eh? so i just kept like i just told her okay if you don't see anything wrong with what you've been doing then i don't think i can have a conversation with you and that sparked something in her because she got really 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 upset and she was like now she started like being physical and like she's five nine i'm like five six i think she might even be five (laughs) eleven i don't know how these things work I think she's 5'11", maybe 5'9", maybe 5'11", maybe 5'10". I don't know. Hush, hush, like hush. Okay, that's too much information. I was about to tell you her shoe size. <laughs> yeah, and like we're just there. Like she's yelling. Oh, she's raising her voice. She's pulling me by my clothes. She's pulling my bag and say, say something. Why are you not saying anything? Say something. I'm like, dude, I'm not saying anything. I don't want to say anything. My house was five minutes from the bus stop. But that day, it took me 20 minutes to walk from the stage to my house because of this altercation. And the thing I've noticed, um, because I've spent most of my life in Nairobi, is that when men fight, people will gather and try to separate them or like kuchachisha. Men, like when men fight, they'll be a scene. But when it looks like two women are fighting, people will just like, just ignore them. <laughs> I don't know why. So people... Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you guys I was looking so weak because I'm not fighting back. I'm I'm constantly telling myself it's the alcohol. It's the alcohol. It's the alcohol. Like just calm down because in my head I'm having a whole conversation with myself. And my social anxiety is not helping the fact that this is my residential area. Like this is where I live. I cannot be seen by the person who sells me vegetables fighting. Please. Like I care about my freaking image. Calm down. So... We get to my gate 
this is when it got really bad like the whole time it was just bad she was yelling at me hitting me pulling me by my clothes but she was not getting a reaction out of me i don't know how i did that <laughs> because like even when i was telling my other friends the story they were like you kezia you didn't fight back i was like what do you mean but you've never like i've never fought anyone before physically i will have a proper like like verbal exchange with you and insult you and probably like come for your um self esteem but that day it was just not in me i don't know why i was just like no i'm not doing this i cannot fight i cannot be seen fighting i'm not fighting especially over nothing like i think to this point of my story you guys um can tell that it was over nothing right <laughs> Oh lordy lord the embarrassment let me tell you so we get to the gate and at this point it's like maybe like half past midnight or like 45 past midnight it was the longest fucking night of my life guys like i i do not like embarrassment especially embarrassment caused by alcohol you had the choice to drink responsibly drink water you know your limit you know when you're starting to lose control but still you get to that point come on I, okay. Sometimes I do that as well, but I feel like when it's starting to get to the point of violence, you need to put a cap on it. You know like you need to know when to stop, right? So we get to the gate. Oh. We get to the gate. Moloya <laughs> lo songo. We get to the gate. And I'm Now I am feeling a bit safe so I tell her dude superstar if you're not going to take any accountability for the shit you've put me through tonight there's nothing to talk about with you She's like but no and at this point she had her um, first of all if you have an android do better I said what I said so she had a techno and a tote bag She put the techno so the techno was in her tote bag. A tote bag is like big and it's only the techno in her bag and she was hitting me with it, hitting me with it and yelling at me and hitting me with it and hitting me with it. So I opened the gate of my like building and we are inside the gate and like it's so bad she's banging me against the wall, banging me against the gate and it's getting noisy and people are now starting to come out of their houses. <laughs> If there was a day that I wanted to shoot myself in the fucking head was that day. <sighs> so she, okay so I lock the gate because I say I'm going like I lock the gate before like she started beating me up <laughs> Yeah guys I got beat up <laughs> I was so mad and I couldn't even fight back I was just like superstar niache niache means leave me alone niache 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 it was so bad oh my god so finally the caretaker of the building comes down and he's like What is happening? I know you but sure I don't know you. Do you live here? No. So, superstar now changes and starts screaming for us to open the gate. Open this fucking gate. I want to go. Open this gate. I'm like, "Okay, let me open the gate then." But she's still shoving me around to the point that I can't open the gate. And now like the caretaker is there so I open the gate and she walks away and I just go to my house and cry and cry and cry and cry and I couldn't like I could not actually believe that this was fucking happening. I'm holding my waist right now. Like I was literally crying while holding my waist. I was so upset because first of all the embarrassment. 
I just know people who know me saw us and just like ignored. I know because that was my like residential area for a very long time. And then so, <laughs> so like, I don't even know where she went. If she went to her house, if I don't know, I have no idea where she went. So what happened is I slept, right? And the next day, so this was a Friday that all this is happening. The next day now on Saturday, I wake up and I start doing my laundry and like she's trying to text me nini no she didn't try to text me first like i was just doing my laundry lounging bonding with my dog cleaning my house i couldn't believe it like i just could not fathom the like i I was just like what has just happened when did i become this person who is around violent people the way i hit i hit violent people i hit people who like are violent there's no reason to be violent there's absolutely none so like i was just upset i was so 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 upset so 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 upset like so like can you tell how upset i was i literally have no words i'm blubbering like a child because how how like why was i at the point where i'm fighting people or i'm being beaten up at my house as well like i was just so mad at everything so as I'm in the middle of doing my laundry, I hear a knock on my door. I didn't know who it was. I was not expecting anyone. Like, not even many people knew where my house was. So I was just like, who? Who might that be? When I, like, move the curtain to the side to see who it is, guess who? Superstar had the fucking audacity to come to my house after beating me up. Are you mad? Are you mad? <laughs> I just closed my curtain and went back to the balcony to keep doing my laundry. Like, I just acted like that moment didn't just happen. And she kept knocking and knocking and knocking. And so she texts my phone and says, um, could you, op- I, I can't remember what the text was, but it was just like around opening the door. And I was just like, you need to stop knocking my fucking door because the neighbors will start getting alarmed. And I do not want a repeat of yesterday. You need to leave. I'm not opening the fucking door. And she texts me back and says, um, I'm so sorry. I truly regret what happened yesterday. Um, like, I will forever regret it and I'm so sorry. I ignored it, of course. Like, I was still pissed, you know? You have to understand. <laughs> so she left. Um, eventually, she left. Like, she gave up. Because I am the one person who... <laughs> okay, so the situation is when I'm in Nairobi, I'm by myself. Like I have, I do have relatives, but I just like the independence of being by myself because my parents are never there. So I have a big responsibility of taking care of myself, right? So it's just like if you come into my space and violate it, you're out, right? I just can't have that energy because I don't have like a home to go to when something bad happens at my house and now I'm so fed up. Oh, let me go home to my parents and eat their food. I don't have that in Nairobi because my parents live in Canada, right? So I was just like, yeah, this, I'm not doing this, right? (laughs) And it was just sad because I think that morning when I woke up, I knew that the friendship was over. It was kind of sad to let go of that part of my life because high school was great because of this girl, you know, like, and like, also like the fact that I truly detest, like, I hate violent people. If I go out with you and you fight, you'll never ever see me again, ever. And this was one of those situations like that. So I just felt sad and had to make peace with it and just be like, okay, I have to let her go. 
And I remember before we went to West, we were taking photos and I had her photos. And she's really like on her Zoom when it comes to Instagram. So I was like, okay, let me send these photos. And that will be the end of our conversation. Because like, what good will it do? Something just fell. Sorry, guys. What good will it do if I delete these photos? Like, let's, let's, let me just send them to her and just move on with my life before I delete them. I send the photos and it's one tick on WhatsApp. I go on Instagram. I'm blocked. <sighs> See the pattern? They fuck you over and then they block you first. <laughs> Help me understand what that is about, guys. I don't get it. So, like, that was that. Like, it was done. We were never going to speak again. At least I didn't think we were ever going to speak again. I don't know if she was planning to. I think until now I'm blocked. I don't know. I've never checked after that. But like blocked me, blocked all my friends. <laughs> we were even planning for a trip. On my Instagram, if like there's a section of it that's photos from Watamu, she was supposed to be part of that trip. But she left the group, blocked all of us. It was so funny. Oh my God. It was not funny. It was sad that time it was sad but now when i think about it, it's funny because i've healed and i am redeemed from any sort of violence from this girl yeah so um the thing i've learned is learn to recognize when a season of your life is over like at night when you sleep when you're looking at the ceiling like think about these things like why are we like for example in this context it's like why we were always fighting all the time, always fighting. Next time I think I'll have water because eh, my mouth is running dry from all the talking. But just learn how to know and recognize when a season of your life is over and like push it aside. Also, um, learn to set boundaries. Because you know the other thing I would have done is called an Uber and gone to my fucking house when they were taking the drinks from the strangers in the car. I would have gone home at that time. The violence would not even have been there this story time would never have happened right just know your limits also when you're drinking girl can you do it responsibly like drink some water i th- I feel like you can get lit to a point where that where oh my god everything is funny and we are falling into the plants without um losing your whole character why are we beating up people why why are you raising your hands and your android to beat up people? Why? Tell me. Yeah, I'm waiting. Waiting for a response. Go ahead. Why? Why are you drinking to that point? You know, so like, drink responsibly. Know your limits. Know your boundaries. Know when to walk away from a situation. Um. You can forgive. I don't believe you should forget because people know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Um, also, don't hang around violent people. And also, if someone does, I honestly believe that, just like in relationships, if a man, um, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, if a man raises his voice at you once, he'll do it again. Why don't we apply that in friendships? If a man beats you up today, best believe he'll do it again next week or next month when he's like when you've forgotten. Why are we not applying that in friendships? You know, so like let's just 
do right by ourselves yeah so that's the end of this episode thank you guys so much for coming like subscribe share follow our spotify our apple podcasts all love to you um follow me on instagram at underscore double z i dot a h underscore zia or you can search my name kizia majisu and also follow our podcast page at the basement child podcast to see all the behind the scenes yeah so i love you guys so much and see you next time cheers